Well, before we get into today's podcast, I just want to say that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audiotrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Well, greetings, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 30, and today we are talking about Ip Man. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad, feather duster to the face Evans. Why is it always something to the face? Did you like and of it? all the things that it could have been to the face, I got the feather duster. Well, it was a pretty, uh, pretty awesome and violent feather duster. So. Yes, metallic apparently too. Uh, even though it, it was wooden. Uh, Cornelius slurping noodles, Logan. I'll take it. Yes, yeah, you will. <laughs> and Sam will fight ten dudes for rice. Vector. Rice and maybe some soy sauce. And some soy sauce. Uh, so let's pull up a big comfy chair and dive into this movie. So this is Ip Man. Um, this movie, uh, 2008's <laughs> Ip Man, uh, is a is what you would call a. I would call it. I would uh, refer to it as a kick flick. This was a Chinese made kick flick and was put on our list uh, with with the good intentions of of keeping with the code of the cheap seat reviews, but was mistakenly put on the list. Because it is entirely in uh, Chinese and therefore subtitled. So, if you don't like to read, this might not be the po- the, the, the movie <laughs> for you to watch. So, instead, go... Unfortunately, they probably by now have either tried to watch it or... Uh, maybe. Or um, or you could just go watch Rumble in the Bronx and it's the same movie. So it's No, no. Rumble's funny. That's true. Rumble has some joy in, in humor. <laughs> uh, so, this is it, man. So, um... Yes. Uh, and, and what is Ip Man? Well, its original title of Yip Man um, is a rated R movie, 2006, directed by Wilson Yip, which is an interesting name. Uh, and it is a semi-biographical account of Yip Man, the first martial arts master to teach the Chinese martial art of Wing Chun. Oh, we don't have our uh, English woman? We don't have singer. Catherine here oh, to do it. Oh, Catherine. She, um... Shoot. Uh, was actually uh, available, but um, didn't want to do it. It's not that she didn't want to; I, <laughs> she just didn't do it, and that's fine. Did you, you forgot to ask her. Did well, you? she she didn't know Chinese, so um, it wouldn't be fair for this for her part to be in English, you know. So, so you were going to have her say it in Chinese. <laughs> she knew it. Uh, so director <laughs> Yip Wilson Yip, who has done a lot of really good. Uh, actually, he's done some. American I wonder if, he's, if he is related to Yip. Because Yip know. and Yip are interchangeable in China. I don't know. It'd be interesting to he's know. He's done a movie called Bullets Over Summer. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I actually want to watch that for some reason. Plain clothes policeman Brian and Mike use an elderly woman's apartment for surveillance. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to read any more of that. <laughs> it's long. Um, so I'm not going to ask if you've seen this before because I'm pretty sure Corny is the only one that's seen this before, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all the more reason why we hate you. Um, 
So we don't hate. No, him. we don't hate Corny. We still love Corny. It is not your fault. We do not blame you. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> I do, but that's okay. <laughs> that's like the first two minutes of the call. Here's the really funny thing is that this movie is uh is rated 209th of the top 250 uh, on a, IMDb. It's a decent movie for what it is. It, it really, really is. is. Uh, um, it it is. Has, for a kick flick, it actually has a good story. Yeah. it's It uh, tries to be historical. It is. is well, that, nice. that, that's the thing. It's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a semi-biographical account. So, I mean, yeah. most of it is just history. It's just, you know. The, the accounts of this dude who was essentially um, the basis for, for Superman because he was unbeatable. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I'm going to do the round table. Uh, your, your, your initial impressions, um, I'm not going to again ask if you've seen it before. So, Chad, go. Um, I kind of like the movie. I mean, I thought it was just like what you said. It was a, it had a good storyline. Um, a lot of the fight scenes were just awesome to watch. Um, I really enjoyed it. Okay. That's, that's, uh, corny. That's, <laughs> I didn't enjoy reading it. That's for sure. But, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the, uh, the part, the visuals were awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, well, but, uh, yeah. Did not enjoy reading it. Tag. Well, I, I, All right. Corny. <laughs> well, I, I had forgotten, uh, that there was, uh, a, a bunch of, of, Subtext because, uh, well, uh, I think I enjoyed this movie so much that I forgot. Um, <laughs> again, in our in our rules, that, that actually seems kind <laughs> of wrong. But okay, <laughs> well, it's one of those things that you know, if it were so difficult, and so hard, you'd be like, oh, it's a lot of reading. I actually just forgot. I mean, and when I did watch it, it was um, I guess we're going on like four or five years now since I've seen it. So I saw it was pretty new, um, and I guess I, I'm, I'm a sucker for a movie where you have a guy who really holds back on everything and kind of gets pooped on uh, the entire movie, doesn't want to do anything, and then something sets him off and he beats the crap out of everyone. I, I love those kinds of movies. So, like, say you're part of a, a podcast and somebody gets on to you about <laughs> watching a movie that has lots of subtitles and, and you hold back and hold back until, you know, that straw that breaks the camel's back and you just kick everybody's ass. No, no, that's not me. I, I love watching movies like that. <laughs> I'm just going to go to bed eventually. <laughs> just going to go to bed. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> yes. That, no, that, that thing, that trope uh, that you're talking about, Corny, is um, it's kind of a favorite of mine, too. It's the... Uh, Popeye. I was yeah. literally just going to say it's Popeye. It's um, They do it in a bunch of other really cool movies. I'm trying to think of what it is. But like the the guy that knows that he can kick your butt at any moment, like... Always kind of holds back and whatever, and that that's that's always been kind of a fun and interesting thing. So yeah, that's a good point, Sam. Yeah, I um, never seen it, of course, um, and I forced myself through a bad kung fu movie um, this weekend, thinking that uh, get you in the mood. This one, well, yeah, would would kind of break the ice or whatever. But uh, this, I I really I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie despite having to read. Um, I like the fact that uh, it brought me to a place that I didn't know a whole lot about. It made me actually look up what actually happened um, in terms of researching some of the historical accuracies of the movie and to see if it, if it truly was true or not. Um, you know, there's some fantastical parts of this where you're like, really? Really? Did that really happen? And uh, some of it did, and of course, some of it didn't. But uh, 
I enjoyed it. The visuals were marvelous. They they did a the cinematographer did a great job on this movie. Um, really made you think that these people really lived in that time. You know, it wasn't one of these where there were you know the, the Japanese soldiers are wearing fancy, perfectly clean outfits. You know, they they looked fairly worn, and and it was it was a fairly um, well crafted film, I guess you could say. Uh, some of the writing was, I don't know if you can say. Uh, yes, you can say it. Bad. Yeah. Um, some of the acting was a little bad. Yes. Um, but I don't know if that's just a cultural thing, or if that's my per, my uh, projections on that culture. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, but, I'm thinking um, it's it's on par with that type of movie. Yeah, because you know you look back at 13. You know we watched 13 Assassins weeks ago, and it's kind of that same idea where you know they keep talking about honor and dishonoring somebody and uh you know <laughs> he stopped kicking somebody's butt because he didn't want to shame him you know and that kind of thing and uh meanwhile americans would have you know knocked him to the floor and into the sub basement um but uh, i enjoyed the movie i had a good time i wish there wasn't subtitles so i could have paid less attention to it sometimes but so uh, so really the, the the problem with the subtitles isn't that you have to read it. It's that you have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the laziness. It's, it's the American moviegoer in me saying, I don't want to have to do any extra work here. Jeez Louise. Well, <clears throat> okay. So my turn. So I yeah. genuinely tried my best to have a really good time with this movie. And I love a good kick flick. I really do. I like pretty much anything that Jackie Chan ever touched. I really do. I own probably half of his collection. Uh, I, I enjoy that stuff. That The craft that is Kung Fu is awesome to me. I like Jet Li's stuff. Uh, even when he came to America and he made a really bunch of, like a whole bunch of real bad movies, I own most of those too. So uh, I, I did enjoy the, the art and the craft of this movie. I was looking up to see what the budget was, but IMDb doesn't have it. But I would bet that this actually had a pretty good budget because, Sam, you're right. It looked really good. Yeah, it was marvelous. Yeah. Once they got into the wartime, it looked dirty and gritty and like hell on earth, and that's the yeah. way it was. And those towns looked like that the four of us could go over there and kick it all down. Those towns looked worsely, worsely, um, worse, worse, worse off, worse off than the towns in the samurai movie we watched. Yeah, and the samurai yeah. movies was like a hundred years earlier or something like that. Um, uh, no, so so the movie was it was a genuinely a really good movie. Um, I actually enjoyed it. The part that I don't like about the subtitles isn't the fact that I don't like to read. It just it makes this podcast that much less uh, fun, to my opinion, because we can't I can't capture audio. There's nothing to, to listen to. We can oh sure there is. I mean we can listen back and and I, it was actually um, proposed to me that I play a scene and then I have. <laughs> Myself and then my wife reenact the scene uh, in bad voiceover acting. Uh, like oh, we, that would have been awesome. We would overdub it. Uh, I, we just I didn't have the time um, or the energy to do it. Uh, so would you have done it for rice? For the rice, <laughs> for blood soaked rice. That's what it should have been. Blood soaked rice. rice. Add some iron. It's, it adds extra iron and protein. <laughs> yeah. And some other things. So and you know, bloodborne pathogen, right? Because it's it's China in the 30s. I'm sure everybody was healthy. Um, so we're let's so let's get into the meat of this movie. Um, Ip Man. Well, he basically is, um, 
An internet technician? Yeah, he's uh yeah, he's uh does I IT protocol or uh, internet protocol and he no, that's not what he does. He no. he he's basically the, the, the father of kind of modern kung fu. I mean he really is this thing. Uh, he, for real, was a real person who legitimately mentored Bruce Lee. Uh, and a lot of Bruce Lee's style came from this guy and studying this guy. Now, obviously, he was very old when Bruce Lee came around. But um, that was that's a real thing. And that's actually a genuinely cool thing that kind of makes you go, oh, wow, this, this was a real story about a real dude who did real stuff. Um, that aside, though, the, the movie itself gives me issues because... Because one, I don't, and Sam, not just about the honor and the code. It's the physical acting that, that, that I don't know if it's Chinese or because the Japanese did it too. You mean like the rigid, rigid acting? It's not just the rigid acting. It's the, to me, everyone on that movie set except for Ip Man and dude what played evil, the Japanese general. Okay. Everyone else seems like they're acting on a stage play because... To me, they over-emote everything. They overact everything. They um, they do. But is that a cultural thing? And I think it I mean, is. Is that is that how you know you go to China today? Would that be how people interact? Uh, I don't know. I yeah. Uh, I, I, I can only maybe if we have a listener who knows, or someone whose mother knows a lot about China, um, like might my, be able to tell us. Like my mom, who's been there. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so mom and dad listen, an expert in house. Yeah, listen to this episode and then tell me what you think because because I don't know that now. My parents had Chinese people living with them, and mm-hmm. I interacted with them uh, often. Uh, they they did not act like this. So yeah. now they were also trying to do their best to fit in here. Um, uh, it was the weirdest moment I had with them when I was trying to help. Her name was Mo, trying to help her with her iP- um, MacBook Pro which was, of course, entirely in Chinese. <laughs> and so I have to pull up my MacBook Pro, and like we're going side by side, like, what does this button say? And she tells you what it says. and says, okay, this is what you need to click. It was really strange. Anyway, it was just kind of a funny thing. Um, and I, know, I know some about the culture, mostly their dietary needs, because when we would go out to eat, it was very difficult for them because Americans, we like our, we like our cheese, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cheese on everything. I mean, just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We like cheese. They don't eat cheese because they don't have cows. So we would go out to eat Mexican. And Mexican is weird for a Chinese person. <laughs> They're like, well, this says rice, but it doesn't taste like rice, you know. And and there's cheese on everything, you know. And we get cheese dip. And, and so it's just it – was, it was real unfortunate for them. Like um, Mo and Zhao are like, what are we going to eat? Uh, you know, so anyway, and cold water. They don't drink cold. Anyway, they don't drink cold water. Or they didn't. These people didn't. There's they, a lot they, of cultures that don't drink cold water. They think it's bad for the digestion. Yeah, we're the idiots that drink everything cold, I guess. So yeah. anyway. Uh, because so, it's America. Because we're America, damn it. <laughs> so so to, to get back to the point, though, of, the, of this movie, though, uh, if I'm going to critique this movie, I'm going to critique it like a, uh, the American that I am. And the yeah. acting was real bad, except from... Like I said, the general and Ip Man, because both of them in their acting choices, the way they acted, they were both very reserved and mm-hmm. subtle, and they let their words carry the weight of the of what was happening, as opposed to like the guy that was the interpreter, like when he's screaming at him that he's no traitor and he's throwing his hat down and, and he's just <laughs> acting like a big child throwing a tantrum. Like that yeah. stuff drives me crazy. 
But when the two of them were having the conversation in the in the jail cell, like that stuff was good to me. To me, so. yeah, you know, I just, I'm trying to think of what would be the, the equivalent in in our. How does our culture say we bring a, a film overseas? Are there things that we do that drive other cultures crazy? I'm sure you know, blow so everything some, up, like the slapstick stuff. Maybe they don't understand, or you know, just. Maybe maybe the bravado that we bring, you know, all our, you know, action heroes and the way they act in their movies, maybe they're, you know, maybe it just doesn't come across. But that, that's an interesting cultural dynamic because mm-hmm. it's hard for us to see that. But retrospectively, some, you know, another culture is probably thinking the same thing about us. Right. Uh, and so until we go somewhere else and ask them, we can't obviously know that. Um, so diving in kind of into my, my show notes here a little bit, um, the beginning of the movie when, you know, so you've got, uh, again, we're going off of, I'm, I'm basing a lot of judgment off of the movie off of things I can't experience. So to, do they practice out in the streets? Is that what schools do? They just practice in the streets? I mean, Actually, I, I, I did research that today, and mm-hmm. yes. And apparently that town was kind of the epicenter for Kung Fu. And before Ip Man's style, they were doing kind of like the Kung Fu Panda styles where every animal or every school had a different animal that they would kind of... Uh, the train after? ...represent or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, the tiger school, the, you know, the mantis well, turtle style the and turtle things school? like that. Yeah, well, that like was... The turtle school or the crane school? Yeah, Kung Fu yeah. Panda literally did that. The The animals that are represented in Kung Fu Panda are legitimate Kung Fu styles. Yeah. Tiger, viper, mantis, crane, monkey are all things. They're all Kung yeah. Fu styles. And then... And, and turtle, uh, I think, is a thing, too. Because, well, Ugwe literally means turtle in Chinese, and Shifu... Literally means master, master. master. In which I I learned that today watching that movie. Right, so. uh, I learned that because I I read the trivia in for Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <clears throat> so that that's why there's really only two people that have a name uh, who uh, tie along the bad guy and Poe. Everyone else is just a word, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I kind of want to talk about Kung Fu Panda now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did like that movie very, very much. But anyway, yeah. um, once this style came out, it basically was was just massacring the other styles. Yeah. Um, Go, Corny. Oh, I was going to say, that same finish? <laughs> no, that's about all I had. I was going to say, uh, and, and oddly enough, um, Wing Chun, which is the style we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the Ip Man, was... Um, well, he didn't start it, but he did. He he did learn mm-hmm. it, and um, it's a. Uh, it, it wasn't really a super popular style to begin with. It's bo- it's uh, a boring style, from what I read, according yeah. to you know when you compare it to the other ones. Yeah. And it's and then um, I mean my understanding is that the style itself is, um, it's one of those defense attack at the same time. So uh, the idea is to stop the movement of the opponent while doing another attack, and a lot of them is. Uh, a lot of styles are either heavy on the defense, light on the offense, or heavy on the offense, light on the defense. Right. Um, and a lot of people want to overpower the opponent as quickly as possible. And uh, basically, Wing Chun is a um, basically they call it the woman style because you know it's very light and dainty. Um, obviously, <laughs> it wasn't in this movie because he, he yeah beat he beat yeah he broke legs oh, man. and yeah. 
you could hear that celery breaking in the microphone. I mean, and that, that exact wood. moment, um, Lu- my, my daughter, Lucy was on the couch. She was watching George or curious George or something. I'm watching it on my phone next to her with the earphones in. And I literally jumped up and went, Oh, and, uh, scared poor Lucy. That, that happened. That, uh, yeah, that, that kind of surprised me. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So I wrote, Dinner, filming dinner scenes is boring. Filming Chinese dinner scenes is painful because because they eat differently than we do, and and also that. But there's there was no talking. Forget the fact that it was in Chinese. They just didn't talk to each other. We literally sat for what felt like three minutes of movie time, which is a lot of time. Of them just eating and drinking and smoking. No dialogue. Just, let's eat, and then we eat. And then eventually, like, okay. So then my next line is, eat and kung fu. That's all there is to life. We're going to yeah, eat, <laughs> we're going to kung fu, and then I'm going to go sleep with my wife. And then I'm going to get up, and I'm going to eat, and I'm going to kung fu some more. So, I mean, actually, thought when you said it was painful. <laughs> actually, though, when you said it was painful, I just thought you meant that. After your meal, you're going to get punched in the face because that's just what that's just what happens. Well, that, are you done? Are you good? All right, cool. Let's fight. No, no, wait. I, I'm digesting. No, no, no. Fighting helps to digest. That, that too. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, wouldn't like after that first punch to the gut, wouldn't you just like puke up everything? Puke. Yeah, especially I mean, as how fast they eat some of that stuff. I know. So, <laughs> so then we get to so we we kind of fast forward. So we've got some kung fu going on, and it was pretty cool. And he's showing this guy what to do, right? He's like, "Hey, can I heard you're awesome? I just opened up a new school. You know, can you show me some moves? You know, he's okay. We'll keep it secret. Blah blah blah. And then of course that nosy kite flying douche um, <laughs> happens to to see, and then he goes and runs his mouth. And that kid, I wanted to punch in the face repeatedly, like Ip Man did to everyone else repeatedly, because mm-hmm. it was like. He was just the foil throughout the entire movie. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to show up and do this bad thing and embarrass everybody. And his brother tries to explain why it would be embarrassing. And he doesn't get it. Why? Because he's a dumb kid. And <laughs> and then later on in the movie, he shows up to do a bad thing. And he doesn't get it. Why? Because he's a dumb kid. Like, he just kept pissing me off. And, <laughs> and, oh, where he got pants and then he got beat. So. Yeah, he got pantsed, and then he ran away crying like a little child. And then, but he still I forgot didn't, about the pantsing. But then he for, but then he didn't understand why that it was that it was a bad thing. Um, but did you guys notice anything? I thought this was really strange. So there's this kind of commotion going on, but there's nothing really happening. There's just a crowd of people, and then the cop shows up and starts waving a gun. I'm like, what are you doing? And then, well, of course, he was fairly outnumbered. I mean, uh, forget the fact that he was outnumbered, though. But he was in no danger. There was no danger present. You know, like it was just a lot of people curious about a thing. There was no violence. There was no threat of violence. It was just a bunch. It was just a. It wasn't an angry mob. It was just a bunch of people. And the, instead of the cop just saying, "Hey, what's going on? Uh, we're all here to see Ip Man because he's awesome." Okay, no, well, I'm going to start waving my gun <laughs> in your face. And then, of course, it man dismantles it with a finger, which was cool. I mean, I get—I know the point of the scene was really cool. I just thought that cop—he deserved to get his ass beat. Um, uh, Holy violence tonight! All right, I tell you. Uh, uh, well, whatever. So then, so then we get <laughs> then, we, then we get that trope where the where the where the um, people in the movie say the name of the movie. Not only did they say the name Ip Man, well, he they, is the he's the main yeah, character. It's yeah, kind of like Forrest Gump. You know, they're going to say Superman. Superman. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Spider-Man. I, I get that. I just thought it was I, – I, I laughed out loud. I'm like, oh, there it is. But then they started chanting it. So I was like, oh, well, all right. There you go. But see, so let's, let's, let's dive in that for a second. Well, hold on. Hold on. Before we get there, I, I, before we go there, I just – I know that was the name of, that's the name of the movie, but I didn't know that, that was his name because his name isn't Ip Man. His name is something Ip. Ip Man, is, yes. Ip is well, – Actually, no. it's a – it all starts with the uh, – because I, I do believe, yeah, last name is first. Well, it so. doesn't matter. His name is, but his name, they called him something else. No, you're right. It is man. Well, damn. <laughs> you're right. So man is his first name. I was thinking man like Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Well, no. When I, first, when I first saw the, the name of the movie, I thought the same thing. I thought, I was like, what the heck is an Ip? And, you know, you think Spider-Man, you know, it's a man like a spider. What is, you know, what is this man like an Ip? I, you know, I, I didn't think that. Yeah. I thought I knew that was his name, but I thought because see, this is me making assumptions again, just like with Central <laughs> Africa. Um, um, you know what happens when you make assumptions. I know because I literally you thought watch, you watch movies with subtitles. That's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Corny, for taking ownership on that one. Um, no, I because I thought that because they kept calling him Master Ip, so I kept thinking that because I knew that. Yep, you know, the first name comes the the surname comes first. I know that, mm-hmm. but I kept thinking that Ip Man was like like the, a nickname. He's <laughs> Ip Man, you know, like <laughs> what is Ip? Uh, exactly. Sure Tower Power would be uh, exactly that. <laughs> but now that I see that I'm actually on IMDb and it literally his name is literally Yip Man. I was like, oh, so Man is his quote unquote first name. So now I feel dumber. Yeah. No, it's okay because I actually have a question. So he was in Blade Two. Really? I'm actually really interested in seeing what were you going to say, Corny? I was going to say. So when does our rule become the uh, when when does the the word become the the trope where you say the name of the movie within the movie? Because as good as it gets, you know, obviously that was a moment where you're like, he didn't have to say it, but he did. Right. So yeah. then we have that. But if someone says Superman, we're watching Superman. Kind of the same thing. It, yeah, it kind of is, but I, I see your point. Um, he was in the Highlander too. Um, <laughs> there could be only one. I, uh, this is. Uh, oh yeah, he played a character called Snowman. He was one. Or is, of, it, or is it Man Snow? Because yes, Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Man Snow. I am Man Snow, but you may call me Snowman. Um, I guess it's better than Jon Snow. But he speaks. Yeah. Oh. You know nothing, Jon Snow. He uh, you he played nothing. He jeez. He played one of the um, the Hitman Squad, the the Doom Squad, whatever that squad that was sent to kill Blade. The Man Hit Squad. Whatever they were called. He's the Vampire. The Vampire Team. Hit Squad. Yeah, he was in Vampire B Team. The V Team. The V Team. <laughs> the Vampire. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sounds bad. The V Team, because um, isn't that just Team? Edward? Yeah, pretty much. Ah! Anyway. Ah, that's violation of your man card. (laughs) Which one? My my hip man or... Hip man man card? (laughs) And we're back. And we're back. Um, (laughs) You said we couldn't have fun. uh, Challenge accepted. You know, you're right, Corny. I guess... I guess really the rule comes into play, I think, when the name of the movie isn't a thing that you would normally say in conversation. Yeah, like if they if Luke said, "Let's go have some Star Wars," then like 
<laughs> then yeah, I think you're gonna kind of go up. Oh, oh, there it is, you know, or um, like like this literally happened in Star Trek: First Contact. They meet Zephram Cochran, uh, James Cromwell, and he's like, "So you're all a bunch of astronauts on some kind of Star Trek?" And I was like, "Really? No one says that. No one would ever say that phrase." Uh, so I kind of rolled my eyes, but I still like that movie. Um, so I guess uh, to corny to answer your question, if I if I have answered your question, I think it has to be a thing that. Um, what about what about Jurassic Park? But that, well, that, but that's the name of not only of the movie, but it's the it's the, the name of itself. the it's the name of the point of the movie. Yeah. You know, like like the movie Waterworld is about Waterworld, so they call it Waterworld. Well, but they don't say "Welcome to Waterworld." No, they don't say "Welcome to Waterworld," but he says "Nothing's free in Waterworld," so. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just think it has to be a thing. This is an if it's a noun, we let it go. If it's a phrase, let I it think go. We have to... Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like the movie it's Frozen. I mean, losing your man cards all over the place. Tonight. Oh, just, whatever, Mister. I have two daughters. You've seen that movie a thousand times. Yeah, um, under duress. <laughs> under duress. Oh, you liked it. You got it on I... your phone. You got the poster hanging over your bed. Stop it. It's on. It's actually singing on the it the other day. Yeah, it's on, yeah. You and it's just a picture. <laughs> he lays of, on his back and kicks his legs. It's just a yeah. picture of Sven. Just let it go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a picture of Sven and Olaf. Um, Do you want Bill Man Snow? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of this podcast, Man Snow. I like it. Nice. Um, well done, Chad. For the win, Chad. For and the win. Early too. Yeah, really. We're only hour halfway into this, or half hour into this. Um. So yeah. So <laughs> if that answers your question, Corny, I guess I don't know what the rule is, but I think the rule kind of is something like, if again, if it's a thing that the movie, yeah, you know, like I don't know. Like, it's hard to describe. Uh, like you said, obviously the movie Spider Man, and they said, "Oh, look, it's Spider Man." Then yeah, it's fine. <laughs> because, you know, and but yeah, yeah. So yeah, I still think that if you, I'm trying to think of other other movies that are like that. Like I mean, obviously the Matrix, because that's what the movie is about. So like they're we're going into the Matrix. Like that's not that big a deal. Um, Let's see. You know, I'm trying to think of other movies that other than Star Wars and Star Trek, which are hanging on my wall in front of me. Like what about like, like Stargate? Or, but that's what again. That's what the thing is about. The movie is about the Stargate. So like that's not a big movie that actually have done this. Um, like like the poster behind me is the Nightmare Before Christmas. So if someone actually said, "Oh my gosh, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas," I think I'd have been like, "Really? Yeah, you know." Okay, we should uh, we should research this and or like the Fifth Element. But again, that's what the movie's about. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the movie's about, though. You're not dragging that down again. (laughs) I I feel. Come yeah. in, come 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 in, Resolved. Then antagonist shows up. It man kicks his ass. Resolved. And then, and then in the third case, yeah, it's, it's the Japanese oh, yeah. army. 
Um, and I almost kind of was like, are, are they going to go to the point where he actually beats up the entire Japanese army? That's what I thought they were going to go. I want 10 men. I want 20. Give right. me 100. Yeah, give, yeah, give me the uh, the entire – like I didn't know if they were going to go Bring like – a shrubbery. I didn't know if they were going to go <laughs> like inglorious like inglorious bastards and ha- and change history, you know, and yeah. like actually have him like swim across the, the – Well, he the, did help China win the war. Yeah, I, I kind of got annoyed at that. But it was realistically a cop. That was a. That I did. No, 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 no. I understand he was a cop. The, the phrase that they use at the end of the movie is that oh, he yeah, helped yeah. China win the war, and the the American enemy is going. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> what? We no had, one wins wars except for America. No, and that's not that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying know, is yeah. is that China's involvement in the war was very little. Um, they had they, some. They had some guerrillas going on in the mountains, and they were the doing guerrillas in the mist. Um, <laughs> that would be a good one. Oh, look, there's guerrillas in the mist. Ah! <laughs> um, Didn't China just exist to you know be a thorn in the side to Japan? In, in Axis and Allies, the board game, yes. Oh, well, I get I get that in real life confused sometimes. Yeah, sorry, Chad couldn't hear you over the sound of hell. The Japanese, <laughs> Japanese <laughs> national anthem winning playing. Um, no, Japan, China, uh, but unfortunately, like legit, China really didn't do that much as far as, as things they were, again, they were, whenever you have an occupational force, you're always going to have that guerrilla warfare and that just makes things life really difficult as America. We understand that very well in Iraq and Afghanistan and places like that right now. But, uh, again, the American to me says, I'm pretty sure the nukes had way more to do it than China. Just saying, I don't. I don't think Hirohito was going. Man, that it man in China, that one dude is really making life difficult. We should surrender. But couldn't you see it? He's just kind of, you know, he's with his troops, and he just looks at this one dude beating the ever living crap out of people. And he goes, "That guy gets to me. That's gonna hurt a lot." We're out. We're out. Got right. Let's go. Let's go I, I wouldn't mind. It would be kind of funny though, because if you have to th- think of like military regs, you know, so that. Somebody had to send a report at some point that the general got his that got killed by this dude in China, yeah. And and I know the movie kind of ends with what looks like the the, the town taking their town back, the townsfolk rising against the the Japanese soldiers. Which, by the way, pretty sure all those soldiers would have been firing into the crowd. Just saying, I would. Yeah. If these people are about to overwhelm me, I'm taking eight or nine of them out with me. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway. There's a cutthroat attitude. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> you only got like eight rounds in your gun or whatever. But you know, what I'm saying like if you're because you know that if they take you if they take your weapon, they're gonna do the things to you that you did to them when you came into the town. Oh, well, so of and it's gonna mm. be worse because now they've been you've been living make them live in this hellhole for the last year. So, but eventually word would get out, and then that town would just get you know tanks and things. Anyway. I can go more World War II stuff if we want to. Um, <laughs> a couple, maybe a couple planes, you know, just because uh, so you back, got better defense. So back to so to, I mentioned that cop that shows up, right? So the mm-hmm. cop shows up when there's no, no issue. And all of a sudden this antagonist rolls into town, and he starts beating everyone up with swords, and there's no cops anywhere. <laughs> the only time the cop shows up is when he gets to Ip Man's house. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, dude almost got killed out in the street. And no issue, but uh, Ip Man shows up. Oh, well. And then they basically just lock the door and say, hey, 
you need to you need to take care of this guy and restore our honor. <laughs> and yeah, I don't care how you do it. Just just and take I don't, him out. I don't know if that's a trope where the wife is like I'm I'm sick of you bad mouthing my husband, but all right, husband, you have permission. And the husband kind of grinned. Did you notice that? He's like, "Sweet. I have you permission have, to kick ass." You have permission yeah. to man up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you're doing over there, Chad? Is just That's thinking of I'm great little. Or, or, or you take that joke, or you take Chad. Had, Chad had a twofer there. He could have gone. You get, get, he will need to uh, up man. Up man. I like uh, man. I like Chad's good. better, but yeah, yeah. and it was good. Good job, Chad. Uh, you, yep. I award you yet another point. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I already put down the Chad one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if it's in the share drive, then it is law. Um, so, so then he beats up this dude and teaches him a lesson, right? That you can't just come in here. And again, it man was awesome because he was OP. That, oh yeah. I mean, that dude who was apparently really, really good, who beat the hell out of a bunch of other masters, like all in a row. Like you would kind of think that after you beat up like two guys, you'd be tired. No, he's like, I'm going to beat up three or four more guys. And now I'm going to go challenge the greatest martial artist that our town has ever known. He took sensu beans in between each one. I guess so. I mean, geez, he that dude was just Mr. Stamina, and all of a sudden he got his ass beat. I think he landed, what, like one kick to, to he, it, he man? Didn't, I, I didn't think he landed anything. I thought... No, no. The only, uh, he got hit four times, and that was actually in fighting the last guy. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he got... Like I, said, I think maybe he landed one punch like to the chest or, or maybe one kick. He broke his, his wife's stuff, though, and he's like, I'll pay. I'll pay. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah, you're gonna pay because if if you don't pay, I'm gonna send my wife after you. You know she knows kung fu too. Um, I would actually be more scared of her kung fu than his because she's a woman. Um, so so he gets beat up, right? So then 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 World War II starts, and then I said I didn't know I could get bored watching a World War II kick flick because there was about thirty minutes of nothing happening. Just yeah. I felt like I just was trying Chinese people getting executed. Yeah. I just felt like I was watching a Steinbeck movie, you know, cause everything was just depressing and I know life is hard and we, we have to somehow convince him to come back and all these other things. And he's too they, proud they, they to work off all his stuff. Yeah. And he's too proud to work. And that kind of annoyed me. Like <laughs> you waited until the absolute worst time in your life before you're like, you know what? I guess I need to go get a job. Mm-hmm. That that kind of annoyed me. I I just kind well, of feel like, and I know he's he's never had to have a job, but I just kind of feel like the four of us would have been like, oh crap, we've got to find something we to do, do. Something, right? Yeah, he was born in, he he was born wealthy, and it's kind of one of those that maybe it'll get better, maybe it'll get better, and then he started to realize that it's not going to get better. I don't know. I, maybe I'm defending Mr. Ipman, but. Uh, and, and I mean, again, the movie is about his life. So I mean, and he was obviously a very proud man who did not want to owe favors and things like mm-hmm. that. And um, and he had every right to be proud and and whatever. It just to me as the the breadwinner of this household, it's like I, I kind of feel like. And as all you guys are, you're the you know the men of your house. You are forget honor bound. You're just that's your job as the man to protect and provide for your family. I just to me it was a little annoying that he got to the point that his wife is apparently almost dying, and then the next scene she's okay for some reason. But I mean, she was on her deathbed, and he's like, "Well, I guess I should go get a job at a coal mine." Uh, and it's a good thing too because he can 
you know, he just, I don't know, just, he went from, I don't want to work to I'm going to trade on my popularity of being the, the greatest master in Kung Fu to get a job pushing. I don't, I don't know if he did that per se, but we went to a place, the guy recognized him. He's like, come on up. And he's like, okay. He didn't say no, pick someone else because they've been here before me. That's true. That's you know, true. I mean, it's yeah. about all. It's, it's kind of like who you know, you know. Um, not that pushing coal is a, you know, a job that requires a lot of uh, know-how. Uh, but if you push coal for a living, don't hate me. I'm sorry. Um, it's a dangerous yeah, you job. Just, you just alienated all our West Virginia. Yeah, it's a dangerous listeners. job. And what you guys do are awesome, and we appreciate well, it. I'm just saying, in the context of this movie, all he did was literally push a cart back and forth. I mean, that's all he did. And find tins. And find tin cans and then beat the hell the out of inside. <laughs> beat the hell out of tin Japanese. That fight scene. Oh, oh my god. That was oh. awesome. So before we get there, so oh, before we get there, I, I want to talk about this. So he's at the coal place, right? And then the guy shows up and he and who who used to be the cop and who's now the the uh not the informant, he's the interpreter. And he's that guy you kinda wanna hate because he's Working for the Japanese, but you can't really. He's the really, sleazy guy. He's yeah. kind of the sleazy guy, but you can't really blame him because he's he's just kind of he's just trying to live like the rest of the people, and he's not. For all intents and purposes, he's not betraying anybody. He's literally just doing a service, you know. So you didn't you didn't really hate him that much. You, you, you know, like when he gets beat up, you're kind of like you kind of deserve that a little bit, but not too much. So they go to this kind of fight club, and then <laughs> whoa, 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 don't talk about it. Well, I'm I'm not part of Fight Club, so I can talk about it. And fair enough, uh, they go to Fight Club, and so the master that was earlier in the movie, he basically it looks like he just every day he shows up and he beats up a dude and takes away a bag of rice, and then he's like, "Hey, can I take on three dudes and get three bags of rice?" I'm like, "All right," and then he gets his butt kicked, and uh, I, which actually kind of surprised me, truth be told. I actually thought he yeah. was going to win, and then they were going to kill him. Because I knew he was going to die. I just had that feeling that he was going to die. Because we had to get Ip Man mad. Because he hadn't been mad yet in this entire movie. He had to have his, uh, his uh, spinach. Yeah, he had to have his, uh, yeah, he had to have his spinach moment. Um, we've talked about in this other movies. You know, you know, you, The bad guy does the thing that forces the good guy to do the thing. And then, like, the emperor keeps pushing Luke. And then Luke finally picks up the lightsaber and, you know, does the thing. Like... If the bad guy doesn't do the thing, then the hero doesn't become the hero. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Hey, the hero's journey needs to be pushed along sometimes. Yeah, it does. Uh, and Krillin doesn't to, get blown Frieza up. Frieza has to kill Piccolo, or Frieza has to kill Krillin. So Goku can go. So Super Goku Saiyan. can go Super Saiyan. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of the best cartoon moments in TV ever. I'm uh, just saying. Yes, I compared Dragon Ball Z to yeah. dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, Hate you shut your dirty mouth. Yeah, you're you're on the losing side of three <sighs> of us. Who I, know. I will sit on. Not a fan. Not a fan of watching someone try to scream for three episodes straight. <laughs> then that's all you need to watch. DVD you watch bridged. the the bridged version. Anyway, <laughs> I, I do need to watch this stuff. I do need to watch that stuff. Um. So then he kills our buddy and shoots him in the head, and he's like, "Hey, there's no shooting here. This is a tournament." And he said, "Well, he tried to take the rice, even though he lost, but." Uh, so, so that guy makes you angry. You're like, well, wait a minute. You just that you just go from you're watching these guys fight to shoot them in the back of the head. Like mm. there was no, hey, you, you, you lost. You don't get to keep that. None of that. You know. And and I was confused because didn't he say that if you lose, you still get to keep the rice? That was later. That was the, that was the first fight. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, later that 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 thing happened where he was like, "If you come and just fight, even if you if you fight me, the 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 German or the German, the general, if you fight me, even if you lose, you get to you'll get to keep the rice. I just basically just want some to, I just want some Chinese dudes to beat up. Yeah, uh, and he sure did. Um, and of course, he beat that one kid to death because he wouldn't." bow down because he was mad and blah 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 there's that kid that that kid's in a movie a bunch of movies too where no matter what how many times he gets beat up he's got to teach somebody a lesson i can't think of any other movie that that <laughs> you know you know that trope that he's a trope um you're a yeah. trope he's a bad acting trope is what he was yeah so then it man comes in and he's pissed because his best friend or the, the 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 boy got beat to death and his other dude friend got shot in the head, and so he's like, I want to take on 10 of you. And they're like, what? And he beats the crap out of these yes. 10 to the point and, that when it came down to that last dude, like, I almost oh, thought he was just, <laughs> I almost thought he was going to leave. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I'm out. I mean, he beat yeah. the crap out of all those And those guys. were black belts, by the way. Karate black belts. Is that? That's what I read in some trivia somewhere. Oh, well, I mean, I, they, I don't think that... In my opinion, who cares? He beat up ten dudes. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure if I can get ten of my friends, we could probably beat somebody up, even if we're not black belts. But he beat up ten dudes, so it's. Well, I mean, it's more impressive that they're black belts, but yeah, he still beat up ten guys, pretty handily. It's, Again, well, it's karate and Japanese thing. I thought it was a Korean thing. I think you're right. I, I, I do not know. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because they kept because they kept using the phrase Chinese kung fu is different than Japanese kung Chinese fu. kung fu, yeah. They, they and that's, that's that. A, is that a, 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 a kung fu movie trope? My kung fu is better than your kung fu. I think your so. kung fu will never be better than my kung fu. Because the, the art, I mean, it is an art, and so it's more of a, a an assault on. The, the area where it's from. Is that the train? Is that, is that the train again? Yeah, it is the train. <laughs> wow. wow, there's two tonight. Yeah, yes, I got a two for tonight. Um, <laughs> two for but it's two. more an insult to the, the, you know, it's like people talking smack about America. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to be like, no, 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 we're, we're still. So it, it is a, a matter of honor to to say, you know, our Kung Fu is better than this Kung Fu. Yeah, no, I get you know, that. Northern style versus Southern style. So yeah, that's going to be a thing. Water tribe versus Earth Kingdom. Sure. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Avatar: The <laughs> well, Last Airbender. All right, all right. How many other uh, similarities can you make to other uh, cartoons? Cartoons, yeah. Like I said, I just want to watch cartoons. Um, I watch a lot of Avatar uh, because it's awesome. You would, I do. So then he ends up becoming a teacher again, even though he's kind of forced into it. So then we get that stupid antagonist. He comes back and because he's robbing Chinese guys, and I'd rather be oh. the bully than the bullied, and. Uh, that that stuff pisses me off too, and um, <laughs> I just I don't know. We had a uh, we had a montage. We oh. absolutely did. Oh, I got so excited. Where is my? Oh, I don't know if I have it on my my Uh-oh. soundboard. This is unacceptable. <laughs> I really don't have it on my soundboard. Oh my gosh. Oh, Sean. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold, oh, hold the phone. All right, just, just, just. Holy sheep! Yes. Uh. All right. Yes, we had a montage. We had not only did we have a montage, 
we had a kung fu training montage. I mean, like that <laughs> is like the best type of montage ever. Um, was there I'm, some type? And all it needed to be better was like some type of eighties. You know, you're the best around. Oh, that would have been terrible. <laughs> You know, going on behind it would have been in awesome. The, uh, in, the, in the director's cut, you just hear uh, Ip Man. No, the <laughs> only way it would have been funny but terrible is if they would have been singing that. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> yeah, that would have been distasteful and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> I like that idea very, very much. Um, see what happens. So pretty, yeah. Uh, I did like, I did like this moment when it, I, we learned, if there's anything we learned in this movie, it's one thing. Don't piss off it, man. <laughs> right. All right. Cause think about it. The jerk. The, Wasn't the, that a tagline? It, maybe it was the tagline. I don't know. Don't piss, don't off, piss it, off it, man. Because think or about it. He gets pissed off three times in this movie. That's it. He only gets pissed off three times. He get, the first time he gets pissed off is when, his buddy and uh, the kid get killed, mm-hmm. and he goes in there and beats up ten dudes. Ten guys, yeah. The third time he gets pissed off is when he gets challenged in front of everyone, the general, and he, he realizes that if I don't do this, I'm going to die, and this is for China, and he, and he kind of gets pissed off. But the second time was my favorite. Was that the wife? That was the bit with the oh, wife. Yeah, when that yes. when that snotty colonel shows up, and he's like, ooh, your wife is pretty, and it man was like, Hell no. I don't care what the consequences are. You are not no. touching my wife. And he, I think he killed the two soldiers, and the third guy got away, uh, the, the colonel or whatever the hell his name was. But, like, uh, he, that to me was my favorite part of the movie. And, again, yeah. not because he killed those people, but because it was – You're not – Generally, his yeah. actions made sense. Totally. 1,000% everything in that moment made sense. You are not touching my wife. Yeah. I don't care what happens later. You know, there were some other moments in the movie I thought were real kind of silly and dumb. And the motivation didn't make sense. That made 1,000% sense. So good job, it man. Uh, I, I did I did write China. Wait, wait, wait. I wrote, wait, China won the war? Question mark. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, tropes. Um, wife doesn't approve of, his, of martial arps. Martial arps? I don't, arps. Know, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> martial arps. Martial arps. Yeah, that's the martial arps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a blanket. Uh, wife doesn't approve of martial arts. That's a trope, you know the 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 thing that makes you who you are. It pisses off your wife for whatever reason. You know, Corny's in a band and his wife hates it because he's in a band. Or Corny, uh, Sam's into Legos and his wife hates him. Like you know, a thing like that's that's a trope. I'm not saying that those things are real. I'm just using those examples. Um, How did you know? Uh, because I know you and your family. Um, dad, too into I wrote hobby job thing to pay attention to son. Um, you know, like. Um, are you speaking Chinese now? No that, no, that that you know that trope where the dad is so involved in whatever that thing is he's involved in. Usually, it's the job. Uh, okay. You know, he's so involved in the job. Hey, dad, look at the drawing I just made. Not now, son. I'm too busy being a man. Blah blah blah. You know. <laughs> like, By the way, that's actually not a good excuse. I tried that the other day. Paints like the shit. I mean, so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, well, I'm sure you deserved it. But again, like I that did. was a, that was a thing that it was like, oh, it's a trope because you know, like. Oh, Dad, look at the drawing I did. Oh, too busy teaching Kung Fu. Like, oh, 
Daddy, look at me. I'm Pele. You could have taken 32 seconds to go, hey, dude, excuse me. I'm going to look yeah. at my kid now. You know, like, the, man, the man can beat down 10 people handedly, but right. yet not spend time with his son. Yeah, it's that awkward thing, you know, like the warrior dad who he doesn't know how to be with it, doesn't know how to be a dad. And so, like, those little stupid scenes later on where he's playing hide and seek with the kids and derp and derp. It's like, I get it. You're a great dad now. You're unemployed and you're all going to die of starvation, but you're a good dad now. Oh, God. So that's just anyway, and then of course the montage. That's all the tropes I have. Um, and everybody, so, there, there was a, a a fighting movie or an action movie trope uh, person. Uh, you've got the the unstoppable hero. You've got the um, evil bad or evil secondary bad guy who's more evil than the first bad guy. Uh, you've got um, yeah. The, the the sidekick who eventually dies because they're not as good as the original guy, but he fight pretty. You know, they they fight pretty well. And let's see, you've got montages, big group fight scene, but then the hero oh, shows geez. up and hey, that's so kind of hilarious. So, Corny, you've seen your fair share of kick flicks, and I think Sam, you have too, right? Chad, you're probably you're not a big fan, are you, Chad? Eh, not too big. Um, did you? There, there's a there's a <laughs> Chad real. Sounds, Chad sounds like he's had a little bit too much rice wine tonight. <laughs> That, that that would be Japan. So good job, Sam. Um, well, he is the great evil. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, I'll, allow like, it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, awesome. What was I going to say? Oh, you know, in, in a lot of these Chinese movies, um, how the, the, the you saw the dudes with the axes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's a that's a big Chinese thing because there was this thing back in the 1800s. There was these they were literally called the Axe Gang, which is, sounds real dumb to us, but there was literally a, a gang that, that they carried around little axes and beat the hell out of people, and they were they were a, a terrible force to be reckoned with. And so every time I see it in in a in a, in a kick flick like this, I, I kind of want to point and laugh for some reason, and I don't know why, but but I just do. So there you go. The practicality of carrying an axe around. I guess I don't know, but it was just like get them, and like they're attacking a truck with a bunch of axes and stuff. It just seemed, <laughs> that seemed kind of dumb. I don't know. I just, um, but that's the thing. Like, there's a bunch of Jackie Chan movies when he's actually filming in China, doing Chinese period movies like um, Drunken Master or some of the other ones I can't think of. Um, some of the ones he did, I can't think of. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but they they he ends up fighting the axe gang like in every movie he has to fight because it you know, I guess an axe just gives it more peril. What was that movie, Corny? Um, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah, they fight the axe gang. Is that yeah, some he, type of disco dance? That movie is incredible. Yes, <laughs> if I know Chad, you don't. If you're not do a big the hustle, yeah, that actually plays the entire movie while they're doing kung fu. Nice. No, that movie is genuinely hilarious and silly and kung fu-y. Like, yeah, kung yeah. Fu-y. You should have seen this this man with the iron fist thing. Yeah, <sighs> it's about kind of that same. Only the just dumb. Oh, okay, really, I was going to say, wait really a minute, because I really like Kung Fu Hustle. It's one of those movies that if it's on FX, I'm watching it. Yeah, no, this was not fun. This was just dumb. Yeah, the Buddhist palm move. Yeah. And the guy that does the frog. Yeah, that part. Oh, awesome. yeah. <laughs> he croaks and things. Anyway. They all um, have superpowers. You know, just... Yeah, they all kind of do. Yeah, like the lady who smokes can scream and, like, blow your face off. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's a movie to, to talk about some other time. Um, <laughs> it's PG, right? Yeah. Uh, is that is that everything? 
I think we want to talk about that. We're going to dive into um the the fighting wasn't impressive. I will say that if oh, if, it was great. if I, I'd go back and fast forward to the fighting scenes cuz it was a uh, it was very impressive. Well, I guess in also about those fighting scenes, they didn't pull punches. Am I right? No. I mean, a lot of, oh, or, yeah, they landed. Some of them, at least. It's kind of like, was it Jackie Chan that does that a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. He does all his own stunts, and yeah, um, it gets him in trouble sometimes, but yes. <laughs> By trouble, you mean almost dead. Well, yeah, I mean, like like on Rumble of the Bronx, he broke his leg halfway mm-hmm. through filming, so there's... Yeah, jumping like, from one building to the other, if I remember right. No, yeah. you actually no. The, the the leg break was actually jumping off of the um, what's it called? The uh, oh, uh, the, uh, the, the yeah. He was jumping off of the bridge onto the boat, right? Yeah, the uh, the hovercraft. Oh, I thought yeah. it was when he was jumping from a, a, a no, building he, he to just a, scra- like a landing or something. Like he just that. scraped his knee or whatever, but he like legit like broke his leg or his he, ankle. Um, but he still had more filming to do. So there's a lot of that movie where. He's he they he had a cast on and they just made a shoe that would fit over the cast, and so there's a lot of scenes where you don't see him from the waist down. He's just doing kung fu from like just his arms and stuff because he can't kick because it hurts. <laughs> I anyway, I think you told me about that, and uh, I went and found a a scene. So if you, if you want to and you happen to be watching Rumble in the Bronx, uh, go to uh, toward the end of the movie, and uh, he uh, is it where he gets run over by the. <laughs> yeah by the thing and then you can look at his leg and you can see that one foot is and actually i think it's his left foot is actually much larger than the yeah right. oh yeah it's it's actually kind of comically large because again there's a cast on it so anyway um but yeah i, I like like I, I can talk actually more more about jackie chan i, I generally like jackie chan and his art I, those um the Rush Hour movies are actually still pretty funny. I, I like those movies. Um, and the I didn't see the second one, but the Shanghai Night, the first one, Shanghai Noon. I saw that one. I actually like with Lucy Liu. I like that one. And, and Owen Wilson. Anyway, enough about that. Time now for trivia. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I do need a noise for this, right? Should I get a time for Anyway, uh, we get this. Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> okay. Um, but but before we get to trivia, let me sorry. But before we get to trivia, let me take a second to tell you about uh, about Audible dot com and how they are a sponsor of our show, and they are awesome, uh, awesome and amazing. And they do they got a bunch of really good stuff. We're talking about kind of World War II stuff, so I picked this week to talk about a book called Flyboys: A True Story of Courage. It's written by James Bradley. Uh, if you might think, ah, Bradley, that seems sounds familiar. Well, uh, he is the son of the guy who wrote Flags of Our Fathers. So if you've seen the movie that, that um, what's his name, uh, Clint Eastwood directed, it's about uh, Ryan Felipe's character is the, the, the dad. It was who, Ryan Felipe, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he, his character, um, I can't remember his name, Bradley, obviously. James Bradley is his son. So the movie is called Flyboys. It's not the movie Flyboys about World War One pilots. It's about these pilots that were during the um, the invasion uh, during um, oh the, uh, what's it called uh, Jima Iwo Jima invasion, and they got shot down and they were captured by the Japanese and all the pretty much horrible things that they had to endure to to survive that thing. So it's a great audio book. It's a really good listen. James Bradley narrates it. Um, he's the author. And he narrates it. It's uh, I have listened to it. Um, it is really good. I highly recommend it. So 
Yeah, Flyboys by James Bradley. So you can get that book or any other book about World War II and the things that went on during that time at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. That's audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Okay. Time now for... Uh, trivia. Trivia. Come back. off my face. So... Uh, dude what played Japanese general suffered a mild concussion during filming filming after being struck four times during a fight scene let's think about that four times tell it man not to hit him again yeah so it man hit him he's like oh I got you in the face you okay now I'm good oh I got you again you good I'm fine third time oh I'm good fourth time hey we need to take him goldfish yeah start screaming goldfish yeah he's not he's not making any sense you know so like oh okay four the famous bruce lee learned what the famous bruce lee learned part of the wing chung system from it man before moving to america okay I read wrong for some reason. The famous Bruce Lee, comma, learned part of the Wing Chun system from Ip Man before moving to America. He was born in the United States to pursue academic studies in philosophy. Okay. That was weird. Use commas next time, IMDb. Yes. Yin took the role seriously, sticking to a meager diet. Rigorous training. Yin is the guy who played Ip Man. And mental focus on the spiritual side of the martial art. The result is apparent in almost every scene. Yin's Ip Man seems seems introverted, aloof, and purposeful. Uh, and he actually he did a good job representing that. His representation of Ip Man is, is a philosophical, aesthetic martial arts master negating the real-life opium-smoking policeman martial artist. Nice. The real-life guy smoked opium. I like that guy better. <laughs> So when he's fighting Drunk 10 guys, master. he said 10, but in his mind, he was fighting one. Yeah. yeah. So I can't tell you Well, you know how man. every time. I know Kung Fu. Right. No, you know every time I know Kung story, Fu. What were you every saying? time you tell the story, is like, ah, there was two guys. Ah, yeah. there were five. No, there were 10. Yeah, I, I remember it right. There were it's 10 like, of them. It's like a fish story. Just the fish keeps getting bigger and bigger. I like it. Okay. Um, during the early years of the Chinese Republic, Fo Shan. Um, every time I saw that, I wanted to go Fo Show. Fo Shan. <laughs> Is this Fo Shan? Fo Show. All right. Fo <laughs> Had a yearly festival called Autumn Scenes. Oh, and one year, Autumn Yip Scenes. Man and his wife went to the festival. While there, an officer of the military tried to take advantage of Mrs. Yip. Oh, you're gonna piss him off. <laughs> Yip at the time. His, Mrs. Yip. At the time, Yip was wearing a long gown with cloth shoes. His stature was not tall, and he looked more like a gentleman than a fighter. The officer figure figured he was weak and helpless, so he became more daring and offensive. Ip Man immediately resorted to the simultaneously attack and defense technique of Wing Chun, and the officer was knocked to the floor immediately. <laughs> the officer then took out his revolver, but Uncle... But Uncle grabbed its barrel and used the strength of his thumb to break the trigger, rending it useless. Who's Uncle? That's, I think I got that from another website. Okay. <laughs> like, what is that, happening? This was his, one of his nephews was writing about his It Man. Oh, that's kind of cool. So that, that story might not be true at all, but if, yeah. if, if it's, I like that, I would like to think that he was able to break the metal trigger. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Um,. The movie required this is a lot of this is a lot of work. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. The movie required actors to endure a brutal shooting schedule as well as mandatory martial arts training. 
On the second week of the set, the director, Wilson Yip, um, decided to improve the morale of his crew by requiring them to do morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys, if you work today, you'll get a bag of rice. Um, to do morning exercises as well as participate in cheering sessions where they would shout, I'm not saying that, Jir Astik Pak Isao Sum. Okay. Once uh, the crew was born. It's not been that way. Shame when you start saying it. <laughs> Is that is that is that Sam? Did you legit copy that, or is that like did I just say, say something? Of, say it really quick. No. Say it. No, I'm not doing that. You Do jerk. Once, <laughs> did you just make that up? <laughs> That's great. How do you say that again, Obi? That's actually I'm actually giving you props for that one because I, I kept thinking because see cast our uh, to our fellow listeners. What happened is is that I was super busy in the last few days at work. We're, we're gearing up towards school. And so I said, hey, Sam, I need you to pull the trivia for the, the throw into my script. And I knew the moment I gave him that, that power that Jurassic Park was going to show up at some point. So I, I kept reading ahead and I kept reading ahead. I'm like, okay, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? And then I get to this and I'm like, this doesn't seem like Japanese. This doesn't seem like Chinese. And you broke it up to make it seem like it was. So that was pretty good. I'm impressed. Jurastic Pak Pak Isal Sum. (laughs) That's not bad. That's actually pretty good. Uh, I think Sam actually wins a couple points for that. I think Chad's still in the lead, but Sam wins some points. I'll take it. Anytime I can get that, get you to say that. Did you make up that entire trivia? Oh, yeah, sure did. Oh, that's nice. I, you you better be glad I actually read it because I was thinking about skipping it because it's so long. Good job. Oh my God, where are we? Okay, so um, gosh. Well, there you go. That congratulations. Yes, thank you, thank, thank you, listeners, for uh, for indulging me. In yeah, my, his, his stupid joke prank thing that he has to do. Um, lame. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Um, that's it, right? <laughs> movie? Anything else you want to talk about the movie real quick? Other before we get to our top threes? Oh, uh, lots of meat slapping. Lots of. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. I got to go back and edit that out, man. We're going to lose our clean rating. <laughs> you want to? You want to rephrase that, there, pal? Well, that's what they do. They slap meat. Oh my god! To, to make the sound of people. Yeah, they literally take foley of people punching like dead pigs and things like that. Yes. Yeah. And sticks breaking for legs and like balsa wood and, and uh, celery breaking for mm-hmm. legs. And there was a lot of that going on. It was kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Once you once you know what's happening when the, with the sound effects, it's kind of, it's hard not to hear it. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, there, you're right. There was just a lot of that going on. So, all right. Well, there's your movie. Top three. So we're going to do top three. What is top three? Well, this is top three. Okay, top three. So we're doing our top three fight scenes. So this is any kind of fight scenes uh, throughout film history that we are like, you know what? That scene was really freaking cool. <laughs> and there you go. So, uh, Chad. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Neo versus uh, Agent Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with... Um, 
Luke Skywalker versus <laughs> Darth Vader. Uh, you're literally reading my list, okay? No, I am not reading your list. I but... know, but you are. And King Arthur versus the Black Knight. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> but your leg's cut off. No, it isn't. Anyway. Uh, corny. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, the Lego movie where uh, 80s ast- astronaut man uh, gets to build a spaceship and blows a bunch of stuff <laughs> Spaceship! 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 Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bruce Lee entered the dragon right before he fights uh, yeah, right for the, the big fight. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that, by the way. I need to. You should. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's awful, but you should see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 70 garbage, but it's really, it's like beautiful garbage. It's, it also has a, a, a Wilt Chamberlain in it. Uh, not Wilt Chamberlain, um, Prim Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, a, he is, yeah. He fights him. He dies, by the way. Uh, that's a shame. Unfortunate. His basketball career will never be the same. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Bruce Leroy in The Last Dragon. What is that? The Last Dragon. Thank you, Chad. (laughs) What is this thing you're talking about? Oh, my God. (laughs) You would talk about crap on a crap stick. The Last (laughs) Dragon? But but the final... (laughs) This is 80s. Kung Fu action at its best. Oh That's my awesome. gosh. Oh, what just happened? starts glowing red. Orange. The bad orange. guy so starts glowing glow. red, and then the good guy starts glowing orange for some reason. Nice. It's the power of the glow. They have a song about it. I <laughs> have seen this movie. <laughs> bad guy's yeah. got the big afro. I remember He's, this. By the way, his name is Shonuff. What? Yes. That's not right. I don't know if it is. No, yeah, his name is Shonuff. Oh my gosh. Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem. Yes. Was played yes. by Julius J. Carey III. Man, you got people's names in here like Leroy Green, uh, let's see, Richie Green, Rock, Daddy Green, Johnny Yu, Ty, announcer, Roy. Roy. <laughs> this uh, Roy. Oh, man, we should play that. We should just do a lot of podcasts of us playing that game. Oh my and God. A lot of swearing. Yeah, and you start hearing Jigglypuff charge up and just hear somebody say, shit, where is he? <laughs> anyway. Um, Damn you, Chad. There you go. All right. Well, The Last Dragon. I think I've seen parts of this movie and I remember it being dreadful. Oh, but the, the last right. five minutes of the movie make it everything yes. worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the last dragon. Was that? Were you done, Corny? Okay. <laughs> Never with that movie. Okay, Go Sam. <laughs> uh, Sam. Oh, my turn. Yeah, it is. I uh, got a couple honorable mentions. I've got uh, the Anchorman versus the other anchors <laughs> in Anchorman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, River versus the Reavers in Serenity. Oh, there we go. Oh, how did I not put that on my list? Yes. When all is lost, she goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Another another honorable mention, I've got, this might be a little hard to remember, but Beck, or more commonly known as The Rock, versus the Tiny Jungle People in the rundown. That's a cool scene. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. And then uh, my number three, I've got... um, (laughs) <laughs> Borat versus Azmat in Borat. Okay, never seen it, but oh. <laughs> the naked man fights. Yes. Oh. 
Yeah, that that it will be burned. If you watch that, Opie, that will be burned in your brain forever. Don't. Do, Don't. Your fans, do yourself a favor. If you've not <sighs> seen it, Chad <laughs> will not allow. Um, I will then I've got Johnny. Johnny versus Daniel in the original Karate Kid. Yeah, because, because the Karate fake. Kid was about uh, um, the Cobra Kai kid, right? Yeah, not that, yeah. not yep. that jerk from New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, Neo versus Agent Smith. Chad stole my thunder. On I, that. I, I wrote that one down too. I, I like all of. Uh, I don't, okay, I'm going to have to rearrange my list because those are all really good. Um, <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, then I'm going to do some different things. So I'm going to say that. Um, uh, what was his name? Will Smith's kid in the the Karate Kid remake when he fights the kid at the end. Hayden Hayden, Hayden Smith. Hayden. Oh, see, I got it. My stupid satellite went out halfway through that movie. I never it's, got. To it's a good movie. It's actually yeah. really good. I know people were like, but it's not a Karate Kid. He's Kung Fu. In the rest of the world, it's called the Kung Fu Kid. It's just called the Karate yeah. Kid here in America. Um, we don't give him. Yeah, I also wrote Agent Neo. Agent Neo. Neo versus Agent Smith, and then yes. Luke versus Vader. Um, but then I wrote Jackie Chan in The Legend of Drunken Master versus anything that he wants to fight because he's freaking <laughs> awesome in that. Um, uh, Mr. Smith versus Mrs. Smith in um, that movie. Um, what's it called? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, um, okay, there for a second. Um, I, I can't believe I didn't put, uh, yeah. River versus the Reavers, man. Absolutely. Yes. That's, yeah. that's probably one of my top three movie moments when yeah. she goes off on that thing and those doors just miraculously open at the right cinematic moment. Why? Who knows? But because it's cool. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's our top three. Um, so we get a little bit more time left. Mm-hmm. I think I know. Yeah, of course we do. We have all the time in the world because this is recording and. Time has no meaning here. It's like that Star Trek thing. Uh, I was asked to ask you guys from uh, a listener of sorts, uh, some listeners from my work, and they wanted to know this. So I'm going to propose this question to you. Chad, you got to go first. Sorry. The answer is no. But that's just the way. I'm already married. We, might have to, we just, might have, to free, <laughs> just might have to freestyle it if somebody. Yeah, somebody's got an answer ready to go on the tip of their nose. All right. You ready for this? Ready. You are on your you stop it. You are on your deathbed, okay? And you have only one movie to watch. All right, you, you, you've already said your goodbye to your family, whatever. And now it's time for your two hours by yourself with just you and this movie. What movie would it be? Mm. Wow. So lighthearted. <laughs> that's, I, I, you know, it, uh, you know, so I, I, it's I, the last, the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get some religion in before it's time to go. Before it's too late. Yeah. The Passion of the Christ. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Buy some favor. No, um, I think. Um, it's a tough one because it might not even it be your because it might not even be your favorite movie. You know, like well, I would say something beautiful. You know, something like Fantasia yeah. for me, just to I don't know, it's beautiful and it's relaxing. Maybe 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know. Like that, really well. like, you know, like, like Jurassic Park's your favorite movie, but you don't want to watch dinosaurs yeah. eating people when you're about to die. No, and you, you want to, you know, if some things carry over, you know, you don't want your eternal dream to be a nightmare about di- Well, maybe a nightmare about dinosaurs. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go out. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, um, what thing? Um, what dreams what may things, come? What dreams may you know, come? I, I was thinking I that, that too. too, except for the fact that you go to hell in that movie. Yeah, but you also end up in heaven with Cuba Gooding Jr. And who doesn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> Corny, were you know. trying to do Cuba as Corbin from Fifth Element? Cuba, Cuba, they're coming. Cuba, <laughs> Cuba, they coming. You guys are going for like the really nice movie. I, I actually immediately chose uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> uh, of course you did. Cause, that, cause that was who, not even a question. Who doesn't want to have that 80s music stuck in their head for all eternity? Yeah, I want Dude, my life to have freeze frame. played like 12 times in that movie. I, I, <laughs> I could die with Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, anyway. <laughs> No, I think I, 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 I go back to my original one. I'd like to end on something beautiful. Yeah. I think that would be a good good ending. Lame. <laughs> I want to see bananas and tailpipes. <laughs> <laughs> but there is something to be said about watching something funny, too. You know, yeah. like you're going to go out with dumb a dumber. Go out with a smile, dumber. you know, like, like Ace or Ventura. Or go out the window. It just hit me. I, I I just came to me at an epiphany. I'm watching UHF. There you go. Oh dear. The Weird Al movie. I'm gonna go out <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I like it. I'm yeah, Sarah's going. I'm not in the room with you on that one. She hates that movie. <laughs> anyway, more fun things to think about. If you have any other ridiculous questions you want to ask us, please send yeah, your great, emails great to uh, to uh, yeah cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. We will answer your questions. Um. Uh, as best as we can, and have a good time doing it. Um, oh yeah, we will. We will certainly ask your questions. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah, that'd be fine. Leon yeah. Phelps. Um. So anyway, um. So today is uh, as we were sit down and record this. Today is Tuesday the twelfth. Uh, today is now one day after Robin Williams tragically took his own life, and um. We decided that uh, it was too short notice to do it for tonight's recording, but for next week, we are going to forego whatever we were supposed to do, and we are going to do a Robin Williams movie, Um, and we will then do our top three Robin Williams roles for said film, and we are going to watch uh, Jumanji, uh, one, because it's just really fun, and I think it's good to remember the fun that he was and brought. And two, because it's streaming. Uh, if, if I had, it, truly, if I had my, my choice, I'd actually would rather watch Good Morning Vietnam. I don't know if we can get a hold of that in time. But um, we will make, we, I will put on Facebook whatever our decision is. It's probably going to be Jumanji. Whatever it is, just look for Facebook. We'll tell you. Um, yeah. um, and that leads us into our email, which is uh, from our good buddy Jeff saying, Hey, guys. How about doing top three Robin Williams movies or roles in memory of a funny life cut too short? Thanks you know, from Jeff. And so, of course, Jeff, yes, we are going to do that very thing next week. Because um, yep. yep. uh, uh, for one, we just I want to have an opportunity to kind of prepare um, for that uh, because I think it, it's deser- he's deservingly uh, 
deserved so of that uh, honor, but the four of us can take a couple hours to to watch a good movie of his and uh, and be um, fun. and have fun with it. And we're going to do that. You know, it's not going to be all serious. We're going to have fun because that's what he was all about. He was having fun and and that. And it's it was it's really tragic and it and it genuinely um, affect me affect, affected me yesterday um, uh, about his passing. So um, anyway. Uh, just remember that politicians are a lot like diapers. They should be changed frequently, frequently, and for the same reasons. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was from him saying yeah. that in a movie, but I'm pretty sure he wrote the line. And <laughs> you treat a disease, you win, you lose. You treat a person, I'll guarantee you'll win. That's from Patch Adams. He just had some great stuff, and it probably wasn't all just from the script. Um, so anyway, um, so I, I know I got a segue out of that back into our show, but next week that is coming. Some 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 wonderful Robin Williams, delicious things that he did. So, that being said, uh, I think that's going to do it for us, right? Out of ten, right? We're going to do out of ten. Oh uh, yeah, Chad. How many uh, out of ten? How many bloody rice bags would you give this movie out of ten? <laughs> I want to give this seven and a, seven and a half uh, uh, rice with iron. <laughs> rice with extra. A extra protein. Nice. Uh, seven and a half. That's good. That's a pretty good. Strong number. Yeah, um, yeah that's a strong number for a, for a movie that we had to read a lot. Um, however, however, because I had to read, <laughs> we don't like that here in America. No, we don't. I have to subtract one, so six point five. Six point five. Still, that's pretty good. Still, it's just a strong yeah. showing. Corny, how many beaten up masters by that angry dude would you give this out of 12 10 12 <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm gonna give it uh I'll, I'll, I'll give it uh eight sesame cakes out of, out of 10 <laughs> bringing in last week love it oh you mean uh, you sesame cake stop cake. eating my sesame cake that, that thing okay. before it man beat you to death okay <laughs> yes, i'll yeah. give it out of 10 okay eight, eight. okay nice. definitely strong um sam you always have your own um, yeah, I'll, I loved it. It was fun, but you know, it's that question of whether it's cultural or just bad movie making. I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I might watch some of the fight scenes, so I'd probably give it a, I don't know, six martial arts pole dancers out of 10. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I would, uh, I'm kind of the same way. Let's say like, I would probably watch it again. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, might be one of those you turn on on the. Yeah, I don't know. I just but it's one of those that like. The, but you, you I don't, can't walk away and know where it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to sit through the reading again, just to get to the martial arts. Like I would rather watch Jackie Chan or Jet Li fumble through bad American overdubbing. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go master square done my favorite things that, that jackie chan does in his movies is that he'll actually get americans to play americans and have them overdubbed it's yeah. hilarious um i don't know why they do that but i guess it's just like let's just go ahead and overdub everybody and it's probably the same actor overdubbing himself <laughs> but like there are moments that it just seems so weird and it just makes me happy. Uh, anyway, um, there you go. Oh, what am I going to give it? I'm giving it, um, the business. <laughs> we need it. I uh, give it the business. We need, uh, I'll give it 
six. Yeah, six, six. I'm going to give it uh, six. Um, That's too many sixes. More. Uh, uh, sixes. Uh, another six. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, brutal uh, uh, generals. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything funny to say. Six there's no, concussions. Yeah, there's nothing joyous in this movie. So, um, Not really. Um, six broken vases that dude's going to have to pay for. I pay for it. I pay. I pay. I pay. I'll pay. Yeah. So... There you go. All right. Well, that's our movie. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, three out of the four of us watched Guardians of the Galaxy. It was awesome. Yeah. Yes. The funniest of the ten movies by far. Easily. It, it was uh, charming and witty. And though there was, the end of credit scene was real dumb, <laughs> it was still a good time. And so, therefore, I say this. America! Suck it, Sean. Um, uh, there you go. So, Chad, go watch it. You'll have a good time. Uh, watching a raccoon shoot guns is hilarious. Um, What's a raccoon? It's what you are. Yeah. He kept calling me a rodent. What is that? Anyway. So, yeah, hit it, Steve. Um, yeah. So, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, we will love to read and uh, hug and sniff and um, eat those. Um, thank you to Steve Everett for our intro and outro music. Check him out, steveeverett.net. Uh, I don't know where he is. Last time he was in New York, but he's all over the country. Uh, also, check out our website. Um, we're, we're trying to think of some more fun reasons for you to go to our website other than to check out our ridiculous bio page. Uh, we do have links to our shows, all of our shows. You can go through there if you don't. Use iTunes, you know, if you only want to go through uh, a web browser at your computer. You can go to CheapSeatReviews.com and click, and it'll play right there in front of your face, and you can make all of your office mates listen to our four dumb selves and piss everyone off. It'll be awesome. <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Please send your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. If you have a movie request... Send it in. We'll try to get a hold of it, even if it's not streaming. So, on behalf of Chad, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight, and don't get punched a thousand times to the face. Rice got finished last when you run out of did you say rice guys? Rice guys, yeah. Well, it's offensive <laughs> and hilarious at the same time. <laughs>